Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here we go. It's Sound Surfers. Number four. No, it's number five. Is it number five? It's number five. It's number five. It is number five. See, they go by so fast, I can't even keep track of the number. I love it. We're on single. That's right, because we've all done homework. We've done one pass around on the homework. So, yes, Sound Surfers number five. We're restarting it today. I like it. I like it. With Raging Machines, Renegades album. Corbin, let's talk. Oh, this is going to get interesting. Because there was some trash talking going on during the week. Oh, yeah. Between. Malcolm in between Corbin about oh, yeah. the homework choice. Malcolm's homework choice. Yeah, man. Raging Machines, uh, Renegades. Uh, it is a cover album. I and, and I will admit right off rip, like I chose it willy nilly. Like I was like, yep. I just love Rage. Okay, mm-hmm. Evil, uh, Evil Empire, Battle of Los Angeles, Renegades. I, I love all of them, um, but I really like Renegades of Funk, which is an Africa Bambata cover. Corbin, Dude. you told which, me. which I don't think you knew when I you did chose it. The I album. did it. I had no idea. I just love that song. I just I love know. that song. Yeah. It's Africa, a great song. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a great, great song. song. And Afrobot is now in the news because someone accused them of uh, of rape. Oh my God! Yeah, I found this out like the other day. Did not know that. Not the oh, Zulu yeah. Nation. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm no. saying. I'm like, Woo. and, and I, I doubt that it's true. Um, we don't know the full story. Sure. But um, I love African Mabata. and I actually went back and I listened to the to the original, and I'm like, I almost like Rage is better. <laughs> we'll get to that. No, I agree. Uh, and African Mabata is hugely important it's in music huge, and hip hop. He founded hip hop. Yeah. Oh yeah. But his yeah. songs, da- I mean, it's dated. It's well, it, you know, it's 1983. Well, it being a covers saying. album, you had to go back and listen to the original songs Absolutely. to really get the breath of the album itself and why they chose mm-hmm. each of those songs. That, we'll get into. We'll that. get to that. Yeah. That's it. But I know Malcolm. There's something in the music news that you really wanted to <sighs> touch Man. on. Okay. You know, and, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, but mainly, if you guys follow. Um, Music, I, I, that's terrible. That's terrible. Intro to open it up. If you guys follow Bay Music, Basketball, OVO, then you heard about the whole love triangle between Kalani, um, Kyrie Irving, and Party Next Door. Um, AKA, I don't know who Party Next Door is. I just I only know him through this story. Party Next Door is Diet Drake, pretty much. Okay, yeah, yeah. another R and B songstress. Yeah. And then Kyrie yeah. Irving, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Kyrie Irving plays basketball for who? The Cavaliers. 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 Okay, yeah, he's so, LeBron's like. Point guard, basically. Yeah. yeah, and isn't LeBron saying that he's gonna be he's gonna leave if they don't pull together in postseason? No. Okay. See, there's a lot. Of, if he he does not have enough skin on his back to make it out of Cleveland alive, nice. if he has no to way. leave, <laughs> he does not have the balls to leave. That's him threatening Even though, to like, try like, to get like, that team together. He's kind of stuck there until they win a championship. But we're talking about music, so we're gonna move. Okay. On. Sorry, sorry about that. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm upset, man. In this story, it, it's been you know manifesting. It's been growing, progressing all week long. It all starts with the fact that Party Next Door posted on his Instagram. Um, a photo of him and Kalani in the bed together. It was just their hands. Um, Kalani has hand tattoos, so it's very easy to recognize Kalani's hands, right? Mm-hmm. It was a photo of him and Kalani's hands. They were in the bed together. You see a TV in the background. Um, so you don't see their faces, but you just see her hands. And the caption said something to the extent of, you know. Finally got her back in my bed. After all the shenanigans. Got, yeah, after, after all the shenanigans, finally got her back Which in my bed. Which is straight up like uh, she's dating Kyrie Irving, but finally got her. But what else is that supposed to mean? But what, is that, what else is that supposed to mean? And so, of course, the. The bulk of what, what you know, where my frustration lies in is the fact that people on Twitter, of course, start going crazy. And they go, of course, to attack the woman and not the man in the situation. 
And I think that's what is just upsetting me is because Kalani, who who has a who has the you know um how do I say this? She's known for being you know a strong, confident woman. She's very uh, transparent. She's very very strong. She she puts she puts it all out there to that way her fans and her supporters mm-hmm. and her loved ones can learn from her mistakes, right? Um, and so I was a little taken back because I was like, I'm like really, Kalani? Like you wouldn't you wouldn't cheat on somebody to do that? So I already was thinking I'm like you just wouldn't do that. But everyone on Twitter is already slut shaming her. Already putting the ringer. Oh, she's a two time in two phase. This, this, and that. Like I, I saw some really messed up things said about Kalani. Yo, social media is great for some things, but this is an example when you're like, what is wrong with people? Exactly. And, but they're just dragging her through the dirt. Yeah. And party next door. No one's talking about party. Everyone's just like, oh, whatever, you know. And so I think the, the hardest, harshest thing that I said about it was, hey, we all got an album to promote. P and D got something coming out <laughs> soon. Kalani does have something coming out soon. Kyrie's getting to the playoffs. Kyrie's getting to the playoffs. You know, everyone has something to promote. And so, one, news stories these days when it comes to with music, after you sign to a label, like, I don't believe everything to the full extent because I just feel like things are often fabricated for promotion purposes. Sure. Um, but at the same time, it took an even deeper turn because after that post, after everything went down, um, Kalani deleted her Instagram or she blocked... Deleted all the posts on deleted her Instagram. Her, there you go. Deleted yeah. all the posts off her Instagram. And then apparently tried to commit suicide mm-hmm. and post up a photo of her in the hospital saying that I tried to I tried to kill myself today. Which is interesting in and of itself, deleting all the other posts and posting that. Yeah. You know, because as a guy that has been on that edge before, mm-hmm. not to that extent where I've been in the hospital or anything like that, Yeah, it, I'm having very difficult processing this because I – I want to take her seriously as a guy that can, you know, with those feelings of, of not feeling worth it, wanting to be around and having those low points. Yeah. I want to relate to her. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you, why are you doing this in public? In public. Like, this it, is not a public thing. It, and, that's, and when you post it up, it is now public. Everyone has opinion on your life. And it's just one of those things where, and again, I, I can't speak on anyone's, you know, want or need to do suicide and all that stuff. I, I just don't agree with it. I think, you know, Th- those are my personal opinions. I just like I think, and especially when you're somebody in the public eye that people do love and adore. You've said like Kalani has saved people's lives. Like I've seen people on Twitter talking about like, "Hey, your music saved my life. I was going through a hard time. Like, thank you. I love you." Like, like, like the opposite of what Kalani's the message sending out now th- that she's sending out mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, like you know, I was talking to someone earlier this morning, and I was saying how if you know, it, it's again, I do not agree with suicide. Period. I it, it's terrible. But it's not like you're someone who's in the middle of nowhere town. No one knows you. Life is so hard. You're like, there's nowhere out, and no one would even know. It's like, dude, if you went suicide, you would be hurting so many people. Exactly. Your, your yeah. family, the people that love you, your fans, your supporters. And again, this is not aggression on Kalani, right? But I'm, I'm just confused. I was like, why would you try to commit suicide, right? And then after that, she posts a photo, and it's P and D next to uh, party next door, next to her bed. His beanie is conveniently it's, yeah conveniently, conveniently showing p and d right across the hat it, it just cracked up to wow, me wow yeah. yeah and it was just one of those things, so i'm just diving into it and of course then people are still like oh p and d her rock because uh parting store is was one of Kalani's uh loves like they, they dated for so long for years they broke up last fall and Kalani and Kyrie started dating so here's the thing fast forward this this all happened monday and tuesday fast forward i believe to about wednesday thursday Kyrie irving posted on instagram saying hey Kalani didn't cheat on me we stopped dating a few weeks back. So he did the noble thing. He did the noble thing. Like, I'm going to clear this up. I'm gonna now, he could have done it the only sooner. Low-key, the only grown-up in the situation. The only yeah, grown-up. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. The, the only grown-up. And, and, you know, and I was like, dude, like, I'm like, you didn't do it soon enough. But I'm like, but, you know, but thank you for doing that. But people, you can't, people can't take the words that 
that they said already. It's like you already sat there and drug her name through the ground, all this stuff, and it's like I just want to stand up. Directly to her, too. Like that's Direct- the crazy thing about social media. Yeah. She can tag her. Yeah, she can see dude, it and all like, this stuff if she wants to. That's what I'm saying. I'm like I, I would be suicidal, too, because, like, again, that post, party next door posts that up. And if I went on Twitter and started seeing just, like, Malcolm, you a slut, you a hoe, like, you, you terrible two-time and yeah. effing blah, 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 blah. Like, if I saw that, I'd be like, dude, oh, my God. Like, that's terrible, dude, in words. And unknowingly, too. Unknowingly. Like, he just posted it at his own will. The picture was taken, like, months back. Yeah. It wasn't even recent. It wasn't current. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he just posted it because that. he just yeah. had it yeah. on his phone. But again. You know, and then it caused all this stuff. But he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't in have done per- it like, at all. In, in yeah, a, he in had a, no in, business doing that to it all started with him. Because he knows. He knew what he was. I mean, he had he to know. He like, hey, hey, everybody still doing. thinks she's dating Kyrie. Guess what? I'm and the caption too. Oh, yeah. what he was doing. So he's, does he feel responsible? He's been doing this kind of stuff. I've what he I've been reading about, about it. it. Yeah. No, he sings about it. And then there was even a post on Instagram where he was wearing a Kyrie Irving jersey. Wow. Oh, yeah. Like, talking some trash. That's what I'm saying. So he's over here trolling. Like, but no one's trolling him. But no one's trolling him. No one's saying party store. You're you're a dick for this. Yeah. Like, oh no, it's Kalani. You're a slut because you two times. And that just it takes me off. And so I just want to like take a public stance, not only like and show love and support for my girl Kalani because I I do adore her music. I adore her as a woman. Um, and I want to see her just you know persevere through this. I want. I I, I I this was way too much adversity in one week for uh, one woman to handle clearly. And it's like. She just needs to know that there's people out there that love her, that mm-hmm. support her, um, and that goes for anybody, consi- you know, considering suicide or going through tough times. And it's like you should not be. Love is one of those things that I get it. It can make you do crazy things. Sure. Um, I I understand that. But it comes in many different ways too. And, and it you comes talked in many about ways. family, friends, relationships. Yeah. You know, supporters. If you mm-hmm. have fans or yeah. whatever. You know, and that was one of the things as a guy that thought about it a lot growing up. The one reason I never considered it seriously, mm-hmm. as close as I got, was because I'm like, I'm wrecking my family and yeah, friends yeah. when I do something like it's that. It's just one of those selfish decisions. Exactly. Like, I could never see myself abandoning my brother. Yeah. Just dipping out. Well, and I always thought, too, like, my younger brother, mm-hmm. who would have said I had an older brother, but he killed himself. But he killed and himself. And I couldn't, wow. I couldn't wrap my head around, around that. Like, that. It, that was worse than thinking about ending my own life. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm like that sounds worse. Yes, so much worse than than the latter, you know. So that's why I I could just never even fathom going going that hard, you know. So it's just I I guess it's a feminist uh, opinion on it, but I just slut shaming is a real thing. Um, and As there, evidence, you just pointed yeah, out the evidence, and, 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 and there's no. You know, there's no remedy. There's no, like, Twitter just needs to grow up. Like, man, there's always going to be trolls on Twitter. I just, after all this week, people need to stop thinking that they know everything. Yeah. You do not know the full story. Stop overreacting. And stop overreacting. Stop, like, you don't know. Like, and, and that's the first thing I said. Right when I saw that post, I, like, I just tweeted. I was like, hey. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We don't know the full story. <laughs> We don't that, that's the internet. The internet just jumps in. I'm just I saying the internet so. as a whole. They I just takes, jump man. on anything. Yeah, they'll jump on anything. And there's always going to be those trolls, just like there is in life. There's always trolls. There's always those people that are going to be positive, just mm-hmm. like you are. But there's always that negative yeah. connotation that's going to always going to be there. And that's something that, that sucks to even say, but 
where you have to deal with it. Everybody has to deal with it. Yeah. Well, that's the point of this podcast, too, because what brought us together is our love of music. And, you know, that's the whole point in that positive message that mm-hmm. we're trying to get out there to Kalani, to anyone who's listening to this podcast, is that, you know, it ain't about the differences. Because we'd probably differ on 10% of of life, but yeah. yet we focus on that mm-hmm. instead of the 90% we all kind of want to hang out and agree on. Yeah. It's bizarre but to me. It, but if you connect and you're able to see the similarities in that, in that 10%, yeah. that grow, the, the differential starts to grow. It's like what we share, 10%, we realize that it manifests and it, and it can almost eclipse and it can, it can override more of that 90%. You start saying, exactly. like, yo, maybe I didn't think of it that way, man. That's 12% right there. Yeah. Now it's 13, now it's 14. Like Then you realize it's like, we're all similar. It's just as I, I can't believe that, you know, people acting, you know, because like, I think what Kalani, Kalani's actually, she's, she just turned 20. Excuse yeah, me, so she's, she's young. She's very young, you know. Uh, Baby. Uh, Kyrie Irving's a little bit older, I think. But he's yeah, he's like 20. He, he's in his mid 20 somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's somewhere. But PND is another young one. He, he's so about yeah, 20, so she's 21. easily influenced she's by easily stuff influenced. like this. True. Yeah. And again, and you have to think about, you know, people in this, uh, people, you know, like our age, James, you know, I, I, I'd like to think that pe- people in your age, I'm, you know, between Robin and Corbin, that, you know, you guys That's are a lot guys, more, you, you guys are, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, much more mature and, and can see through this, but it's like, I look at my, you know, pe- my little brother's in high school, you know, when I look at that, it's, you know, if one person says, oh, Rob, dude, he, he's a slut, man. One person says that, says that because, oh, you didn't hear Rob apparently was sleeping around with this girl over here. It, no, you get you get a high five, and but suddenly it, it goes. It's telephone, yeah. Again, and that's what happened, that's what social media is. You saw that one photo. Someone told exactly. someone. Someone again. No one knows the real story, and suddenly everyone thinks they know the story because they heard an advent of it, and they pull out the truths that they want. Sure. And then suddenly it's this whole manifested story of like, dude, so and so's a slut, so and so's this, so and so's that, and you don't know what happened. And the scale is amplified by so much because instead of it just being in your high school or your class, it's yeah. now potentially across the country in half a second. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so that's why for a 20-year-old girl, I can understand that that just overwhelming, like, I was loved and suddenly everyone's attacking me, sure. what's going on, and things can happen. And I hope she turns it around. I hope mm-hmm. she can get her way through this and then use that positivity mm-hmm. that she gets from it yeah. to turn it back into yeah. giving back that positivity. she's strong, man. Like, the things that, that you know, like, her, her music and, and her vibe, her energy, man, like, I've seen what it does to, to young women and even older women, you know, and I've seen that. Like I've gone, I've seen, I've been to her concert. I was here in Phoenix. I was front row, man, and just or her social media tendencies and just her overall message from her videos to her interviews. She is one of the realest, rawest young artists out there. Truly has a positive message to bring to not only young women but young men and into the world. And so when when just this week, it really hurt me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That like it for sure. You know, like more than hurt her, it hurt me as a man who really loves and adores and respects women, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to not only think that, you know, women had to go through this, but to see what the people do, no one will ever take, take it on the guy and say, Oh dude, P and D's like really immature. That was really stupid. That was dumb. Ain't nobody's business, but mine and my baby, you know, like right, yeah. <laughs> the word to Mike, like that, you, you keep that to yourself. If, if, if y'all got a thing going cool, like it don't matter about us. <laughs> Don't post exactly. up, like especially if this is going to happen. Especially, and you know, you got to think that in yeah. this world we live in, you yeah. got to approach things differently, social media wise. Mm-hmm. If you're big enough to have a, a large impact like that, yeah. large imprint, yeah. which they did. Crazy, so anyway, yeah. sorry, I had to get that you're out. Good. I'm glad we can discuss that, man. Um, Axel Rose, yes, this is awesome and terrifying. It at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> but but we don't know because it's all rumor. It's all rumor. The rumor is that ACDC has been looking for a frontman because Brian Johnson. Has had some throat problems yeah. and he can't sing and whatnot, but 
the rumor is that Axl Rose is going to be the lead singer of ACDC and Guns N' Roses. And that brings up that wow. age-old question we've brought up three, four times since, you know, we know that you're going to Coachella in a few weeks, Corbin, and that they're going to be the headliners, and this is a good comeback tour for them. But you just can't really trust them. So is Axl Rose recovered enough? Is he off the drugs? Is he off the booze to be able to tour with Guns N' Roses and ACDC? Well, ACDC is going to be opening for Guns N' Roses. So wow. they can, he can technically do the concert, but it's again. But he has to show up at like four hours early. Instead again, of- <laughs> it's, it's still not confirmed that he's going to be doing ACDC, but you know. And they might be doing it for publicity too. Yeah, and there's TMZ pictures of him leaving uh, the studio with ACDC because, you know, he's probably doing it, but I'm sure they're looking for other lead singers as well. Well, but you think like on a on a on a piece of paper, you look at that ACDC with Axl Rose singing, and you're like, yes, that'll sell some tickets. Well, that'll yeah. sell some tickets, but the vocal qualities of the two of them are, are Brian Johnson and Axl Rose are similar enough where you can hear Axl Rose in your head singing "Back in Black" and "Hell's Bells." Oh, e- easy, absolutely. Easy. ACDC, it was incredible live. If you guys ever get a chance to see them, you should see ACDC. I would very much love to. Yeah, they, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I did see them at guess where. Coachella, Coachella. last year. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. they rocked the polo fields. Oh, I bet. So I I'm bet excited to see Guns N' Roses this year for sure. I right, definitely. That's a, like I can't miss. So, well, I mean, obviously yeah. we got to get tickets. And the, the reason that I think that he's off the wagon, he's off, you know, he's clean, is that they announced the show on April 1st because I don't know when you, whoever's listening to this show might not be right today. Mm-hmm. But April 1st they did a show or doing a show. At the Troubadour in Los Angeles, which with all their original nuts, yeah, and it's their lineup, original lineup. So so this is their first show back. So it's like their warm up for Coachella show because they didn't want to pull an outcast two years ago. That'd be the first one of them. And they're doing two shows next week or whenever. Yeah, they're doing the week before Coachella. They're doing two shows in Vegas. So they'll be ready to go for you, Corb. Oh yeah, yes. I hope Welcome it goes to well. the look, jungle, baby. Nothing but I want people to be clean and happy and healthy and doing what they want to do. And I hope for Axl Rose, I hope it works. And I hope, you know, if everybody buys tickets, that he shows up. And I hope the shows are kick-ass. I mean, I just hope that. And if he goes with ACDC, even better. Even better. I just hope it works. It'd be crazy. Again, so, sound surfers. Positivity. Positivity, guys. Yes. Uh, hashtag all positive vibes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like it. Oh, my God. Okay. And switching up, guys. Streaming service, the battle continues now with the introduction of SoundCloud Go. So SoundCloud, from the way I understand it, because you guys are going to have to break this down for mm-hmm. me, is you post some podcasts up there. It gives you the ability to post your music up yeah, there. Yeah, your so music, you can have your podcast own page, mixes, your all that. It's but, very user-friendly. Yeah, super user-friendly. But, and, uh, and, you know, <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. And, but, but I'll get, you know, no, it is. It's a very user-friendly, like, service. Depends, I love SoundCloud. It, it, they discriminate against they the users. Do. And what it is is the fact that over the recent years, because so many labels started getting their hands in the pot of SoundCloud, i.e. Sony, Universal, uh, the Epic, three Capital. The three majors, of course, right? They're sitting in there, and they realize that, you know, it's like if you're a DJ like myself or you're a radio DJ and you have shows that you're trying to upload onto SoundCloud, um, they'll, they'll get taken down because of copyright infringement. Oh, they're you doing know, that say, YouTube thing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. oh, God, you, you, you used a con- – like anytime I put a Jay-Z – back when I was doing the college radio show, there was give a shout out to the blaze shout out to the blaze yes. blazing in the morning woo, woo, woo. james only has a few shows three left. or four more sh- 
Okay, yo, I gotta talk to y'all to about something later. But yeah, okay. three, four more shows left. BlazerRadioOnline.com, 11 a.m. Wednesdays. Anyways, go ahead. Check it out. Yeah. I, got it, I got it saved in my favorites every Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I put up my oh I'm tuned yeah. in. I'm tuned in. So back, uh, way back when, when I was hosting. Um, <laughs> back when oh, I was like, hosting Blazer Yeah, like last year Back in the day, like last year, pretty much. <laughs> well, the year before that, too. Okay. Uh, what I, I was know, thinking about. I'm just saying, I'm a oh, young yeah. cat. That's all Oh, I'm but saying. it's true. It's yeah. so true, though. Yeah. Um, the Jay-Z songs, would always, any any show that I had that had a Jay-Z song, it would always get taken down. Always get <laughs> yeah. taken down. And so now it's it's even worse. It's like so many labels have their hands in it that now it's like a lot of the shows, a lot of songs, a lot of DJ stuff, they get taken down because of copyright infringement. And especially like with the DJs because the, a lot of the DJs on SoundCloud make unofficial remixes. Like they'll take a sample of a certain song and, uh, and, and they'll remix it, right. put like some electro-type like feel on it and um and yeah and it gets taken down like and they get really popular but yeah they get taken down because they have those other songs in it's it. like corporate yeah. america squashing yeah. the artist uh, again man, man again it's not like i'm making money on my soundcloud account yeah. i'm just putting music up because i like it i'm just like exposing it. more people that, to it that, that's all it is but, but so but many artists have been found from soundcloud, from SoundCloud. yeah like it's very important though and it, and it does have you know that impact yeah but so yeah just think about the guy who uh was on there was an artist who had a song right after one when Kanye West dropped uh, "Real Friends." Oh my and gosh, dude! I downloaded stuff. Yeah, what the artist it? who was then after him blew up just yeah. because he was playing sure. right after Kanye. Yeah, dude, SoundCloud is where I mean that—that's where I still find. Um, in for in recent years, I found a young thug bubbled up on soundcloud you know what i'm saying and now Atlanta. like yeah and and now he's you know he's blown you're just up, you here know, just, a couple weeks ago in phoenix we're yeah you sure was sold out shows sold out show sold out show sold out show at live oh, I, <laughs> I was like damn yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean it's crazy you know internet internet success is a real thing and we all have to owe it to soldier boy heck yeah, we do. You do. And the MySpace era. <laughs> and yes, the MySpace right. era. I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, Justin Bieber hey, also found on the YouTube. Y'all, we found Sean Kingston on MySpace. We did yes. find Sean Kingston on MySpace. <laughs> he had a hot minute. We he had found, a hot album We found Kid Cudi on MySpace. We sure did. Uh-huh. We, we, found, found, we found a grip. Nicki Minaj was found on yeah. MySpace. Childish Gambino. John Wasn't Taylor Gambino. Swift found on MySpace? Taylor was Swift was found on MySpace. Wow. She was. Yeah, dude. Look at all these big artists now from... But now you have corporate America coming in and stripping away that creativity. Now it's like, oh, now it's copyright. Now you can't yeah. put this up if you want to put it up. You know, it, it's just those things. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But SoundCloud Go seems really promising for SoundCloud fans. It's only $9.99 a month, uh, similar to Spotify, Apple yep. Music. Um, you can do a 30-day free trial and all that stuff, and it's cool because you can do similar things that you can do with Spotify and iTunes. Is, uh, you can make things uh, offline. It's ad-free. Any, anything from Top 40 to Underground, because it still has the entire library that of individual uploads that yeah, SoundCloud yeah, yeah. has, but it also has, like... Oh, that's, see, that's a nice yeah, benefit that Yeah, they have. so, like, they have a lot of underground stuff, even yeah. though Apple is going to be moving into the... Um, they're getting rights to stream... Um, oh, yeah, to, to legally host on unof- those unofficial remixes yeah. that SoundCloud won't be getting because they got all the majors now. And that's yeah. a, this is the weird thing about music streaming now, because there's, you know, whatever, nine services or something, and you got to pick yeah. one, because I'm not paying for nine. I don't mm-hmm. even pay for any right now. Yeah. I like streaming <laughs> music. I'll just suck it up and deal with the commercials. Yep. But I can bust out iHeartRadio, too, and do my own thing. Exactly. And I'm just fine with that. Like, yeah. as a guy that doesn't not trying to spend all my money that I make on music streaming, at what point does this oversaturate? And how do these guys market themselves to be different from one another? Well, each one has something, a feature 
that is completely different. Like yep. there's even YouTube Red that we haven't even talked about. Right. Yeah. YouTube Red plays videos, and a lot of people upload videos because they can't find the music somewhere else, so they'll just pop on the video on their phone or whatever. Yeah. And now YouTube Red has the ability to where you turn on your phone because when you turn off your phone, the the uh, video dies. Yeah. But when you turn off your phone, the video stays. Ah. Like that's something that's one of those things that oh you know what let's turn that off but make him pay to turn it on. Right. Now okay. right. Now okay, do you guys know cuz like SoundCloud used to have uh you used to still have to like pay like cuz you could only upload a certain amount of uh of music on SoundCloud. Like if you were just a basic mm-hmm. uh regular account user and you just wanted to upload stuff, you could only upload to what was it? Like maybe 3 hours of audio. Uh, it was 2 hours actually. Yeah, it, 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 it was 2 it, hours. It, it yeah. used to be 2 hours of audio. I was paying 15 bucks a month. I eventually started paying 15 so yeah. I could do the show and just like cuz 15 bucks a month was you unlimited. had unlimited downloads. You didn't have any space, you mm-hmm. know, but so how does that like do you know how that works now like with the subscription service? Do you so still do the they still have that The subscription service fee? is different. Okay. The subscription service because you can still buy it as a sound cuz SoundCloud Go is a streaming service. So you right. don't have to you're not uploading music. You're mm. getting music, you're curating it, you're being able to make your playlist, the whole nine, add free listening offline. Um, any you know the whole top forty underground everything you can get that just as, that like that you could with Apple or Spotify, but regular SoundCloud still has the tiers for people that are uploading music. Oh, so, so you can buy that with your stream. You can buy that with you can combine. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you can combine them, and I'm sure that there's a way to like you know probably you, you get it cheaper if you're doing SoundCloud Go. You can probably also yeah get, like fifteen ninety nine mm-hmm. or whatever. You can do both unlimited uploads and exactly something like that. Exactly. You know it's funny like talking about streaming. Guess who put all their stuff on streaming after he said he wasn't going to do it. Anywhere else uh, other than Tidal. Man, okay, okay, okay. So Kanye West did that. Life of Pablo is everywhere. Now go listen to it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some of the remixes are tight. Yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah. okay, so all the, all, pretty much all the songs are, like, redone in some different yeah. way. Like, yeah. he's added or, like, taken out vocals. They're, like, completely differently yeah. remixed and stuff. But, and, I, um, and I really like it. Like, I, I really like really it, nice. except for the new version of Wolves. Yeah. Even though, even though, like I love it was I love it with with uh, with Vic and Sia, but um, yeah, I I don't really like the added drums that he added onto it. Anyways, but no. Uh, so only- so wait, so for our listeners, Kanye West redid twelve tracks off his album The Life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And now he posted it to our, to anything streaming basically. Anything SoundCloud, Other than Spotify. Title. Yeah, it was only on title. He released on title he first. Which exclusively his buddy was going. Yep. Yeah. To only be on. Hey, but players got to make money. Look, even Man. though, look, even though it put what two hundred fifty million listens in the in the first ten, 10 days, days streamed, that's crazy. He brought a million subscribers to title with which it. You is know, nine ninety nine a month. With right? nine no, month. twenty nine, twenty bucks a month. That's expensive. No, no, no. If you that, get the title that, premium, if you get title uh, premium, like okay. for the high, yeah, yeah high the, end, high velocity, lossless, lossless audio, yeah, yeah. hi fi listening, all that stuff. That's twenty bucks. It's still ten bucks a month. But you know, the cool thing about title, you know, we're talking about what makes them different. Title, of course, gets those exclusives. You know, Beyonce is going to be dropping an album. Really all soon, Jay-Z's like, people. Uh, you know, like all Jay-Z's people, you know, like Rihanna. He's got her, a lot of people. Yeah, her, her album dropped there. So, again, it's like that's – and they also have a huge video component to Tidal. You know, so there, there's certain things about Tidal that make people say like – you know, and it's very desktop and browser-friendly as opposed to iTunes or Spotify, which you have to launch, and it takes a minute to, you know, load all right. stuff together. It's like cool thing about Tidal is that you can just pop it back. Big Sean, Janae, they just dropped today. Um, they have a collaborative project called 2088 pretty good too you know but title mm-hmm. like every, all these streaming services have their their cool their things, niche their, their, their niches about yeah. them you know and so see, soundcloud go check it out see okay life of pablo is everywhere now but like i heard that it's not just because like kanye's illusion of his power is just like gone now and he's like a hypocrite or whatever but it's because 
uh, when Yeezy Season 3 dropped, because, like, I remember I was talking to Corbin about this, like, when it mm-hmm. first came out. If you bought tickets to see the live stream, like, whether you bought it at, like, the theater in, at, at Madison Square Garden in New York City or whether you bought it at your local theater, wherever it was uh, wherever it was streaming to, mm-hmm. if you bought a ticket, you were guaranteed a download link to Life of Pablo. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You, were, you were guaranteed a download link to Life of Pablo. And I, I, I seriously thought buying a ticket to go see it just so I could have that because yeah. I knew that it might have only been on title and that this might have been my only way to get it. Mm-hmm. But, I like, I ended up never doing that. But a lot of people – they just got it today. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so those people oh, wow. like got, so those, they didn't even get the exclusive. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They never got the download link. Wow. They got screwed over. So like that's why he released it to all that, like to all the services now. It's not because he's a hypocrite. It's because mm-hmm. there was a mess up. Yeah. Because title's stupid. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, title's been nothing but problems. There's lawsuits going on yeah, with title. Like, yeah. oh, now Jay Z's going back and he's suing people. He's suing saying the that, owners. Yeah, yeah the original owners. The original he's, he's like, Oh, cause they lied, said this Technology and Technology wasn't so. ready or whatever. CEOs just dropping like flies over there. Like Man. flies. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that story, too, mm-hmm. because that's just a developer one. It's just fascinating, too, because as technology involves with these exclusive artists, that's how we listen to music now. Right. Yeah. Hey, so what were we listening to this week? Our uh, album? Yeah, what album were we album doing review? this week? Oh, boy. Wait, the homework or the album reviewing? The album review. What, ooh, what were we doing this ooh, week? Ooh, the one that I, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't mind it either. We talking about Zayn. Zayn Malik, formerly of One Direction, the yes. boy band sensation. Zane, he breaks away. He's also performing at our third iHeartRadio Music Awards. You can stream it live this Sunday, April 3rd. Just saying. 5 p.m. Pacific Five PM. time. Yes. TBS, TNT, True TV. There's the plug. Nice. <laughs> you can catch Bieber, Megan Trainer, Zane, Fetty Wap is going to be there. Demi Lovato. I, you know, I was listening to Fetty Wap earlier this morning. And I'm like, I like Fetty, Dude, man. oh my God. Like that new Jimmy Choo song is actually yeah. really good. Like, <laughs> slip just, thick yeah. with your cute ass. That's like, I like that. And That's I like, fun. got a Glock in my Rari. Hey, yeah. 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 It's tight. It's tight. So, yes. the iRadio Music Awards, it just might be popping, y'all. Yeah, like. it, it sounds like it's going to be good. Some big shots getting, I don't know, we haven't been told who's going to get the Lifetime Achievement Award, but apparently it's some big time artist. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, a, it's a U2. Oh, it is that sir. Yeah, they're innovators. Oh, yeah, yeah, the innovators. Yeah, the, the, the innovators were. No, yeah. it's it's already been announced. It's, it's no surprise. Okay, but cool. yeah, uh, you too. So yeah. nice. And if it wasn't, we'll do crap. I want Dr. Dre <laughs> to get the Lifetime Achievement Award from oh, iHeartRadio. Oh man, from oh, iHeartRadio. When is this Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I think I'll be doing something. <laughs> <laughs> well, DVR. I've been telling my listeners DVR. get your DVRs ready. Yes. You can watch it then, and it'll be really, really cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Zane's breaks off to get back to this. Yes. We'll be performing. Mind of me. So this is his, or is it a mind of mine? Is it mind of mine? Yeah. Mind of mine. Mind, mind, mind of mine. Whatever. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Mind of mine. Yeah. I wrote and he it, pays I wrote homage to Lil Wayne. He's a huge Lil Wayne fan, um, <laughs> and he pays homage to that with his album cover. It, it's a picture of him with the baby covered in tats. Yeah. Go figure. Right. <laughs> Go, Go figure. figure. Yeah. All right. So this album. So wait, he's just copycatting again. Oh, oh, <laughs> this is a preview of what's to come. I like it. Okay, okay let's play a right. clip. Let's play a clip from this okay. album. So Corbin, you have the clip. So what we do every week is we all pick clips from a song we like and we send it to corbin and uh corbin's the only one that knows what the clip so i don't know what james's is i don't know what malcolm's is i don't know what corbin's is. corbin knows them all so he gets to pick the order all right well i i had a little uh, system how i wanted to do it this week so i'm gonna start with malcolm okay let's do it all right malcolm's clip yeah uh, you'll explain it after i play it got it Like I would. He don't know your body. 
<laughs> I like that song. I love, dude. This album. Okay, so I was like, okay, okay. Eighteen tracks deep as well. Eighteen yeah, tracks. It was, a big, it was a big album. There was Lincoln. a lot he could have done with well, that. Well, there was I, a lot of bonus been. tracks. Wasn't this considered a bonus track, by the way? Really? I think this was a Maybe. bonus track. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, anyway. I don't know. I was streaming. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't like long albums. This one, there's plenty of tracks on the album that actually could have gone off. You know, like I, I can give it the criticisms, and yeah, because all together, a uh, good album. It was a really, really cool album, and it was just. I think I, I was just being a hater. And I think the reason that I, that, that I was really excited to do this one because I was hating. I was like, because I don't like One Direction. Yeah, because they're co- they're popcorn. They're, they're, they're corn, popcorn. They're, like, you know, that is what just it is. Corny pop it's stars. It's made for twelve year old girls. That's what, what it is. They're copycats. They're copycats yeah. of Backstreet Boys. Every other band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's degrees. a formula. Like, they, New kids on the block. Ninety eight degrees. And more power to those guys. Yeah, because they're gonna make mad loot. They're gonna be swimming in Lucci all day long and swimming in you know what rhymes with Lucci. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Starts with E. Rhymes with Lucci. So I'm not I'm not mad at that. I am not I'm not mad at someone making it on that thing. I'm not doing that. But back to you. But uh you know, so when an artist has the courage to break away uh from a group, there's there, it could it could be a it could be a problem. Not too many people that break away from the group and try to do their own solo thing does it work. Who do you, do you remember anyone other in sync other than Timberlake? Other than Timberlake. Name? And Timberlake, nah. that was bound yeah. to happen. That was oh, bound yeah. to happen. He's you you know what I'm saying? Like and, and same with Beyonce and Destiny's Child. People knew when they looked at Destiny's Child, they said Beyonce's gonna be a star. Didn't Nick Lachey do that too? Nick Lachey yeah. did do that. But was, uh, he, but he was, was he that good? Star. But but he wasn't no. I mean Nick Lachey's out here now. He's a bigger reality star than he is. Th- a th- he's bigger star. than a music star, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he he found his way. He well, didn't doesn't have a baby with Jessica Simpson? No, uh, uh, Vanessa Manillo is who he. Vanessa he was Manilla. married to Jessica Simpson. He but was, there you go. They had that show, so Newlyweds, on. MTV. That's what it was, yep. Newlyweds, all that stuff. So yep. you know, so not often that 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 you can see that happen, right? So Zayn breaks away, and I kind of sat there and I was like, you know, I who knows how good this is gonna be. Um, and then he is his first single was Pillow Talk. I kind of I kind of liked it. It's okay. It was, it was an okay, okay song. Yeah, yeah, it was an okay song. I wasn't like something that I was just kind of crazy. So, I think it's a weak lead single. It, 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 <laughs> but just compared to what the rest of the album, that's why I was shocked. And so that's why when, when I finally put the album on, because uh, it, it was a friend of mine who texted me, go, says, dude, listen to Mind of Mind. It, it, this, this is a grown man telling me. He's like, <laughs> check out Mind of Mind. <laughs> Word to my homie Jesse. He was like, he's like, you might want to check it out. Because it's like an R&B album. It's, it's experimental R&B. It's experimental R&B mixed with electronica. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like the song you played, like, like, like it, yeah. it, had, it had house to it, and I, and I love house music. So you know, there was house little, tracks. There's a little dubstep track in there. Yeah, that you know, song was weird though. It like totally stood. I was like, w- this just feels out of place to me. Yeah, I was well, like, yeah. This is where I get really like angry with this album because he's really trying too hard on this album. Yeah. I literally wrote that down in my notes to exact words. He's tried tr- way too hard. He's trying to get break away from that One Direction style. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna be. Different. Yeah, I'm gonna throw out something different to everybody, and it's gonna be good, mm-hmm. and everybody's gonna eat it up anyway. Which Fine. majority of people will. It's gonna sell. Yeah. It's gonna sell a lot of copies. Every, those people yeah. that love One Direction are be like, I love Zayn. Oh yeah, you the, know? the the hashtag Z Squad. That is that the is. that's the fan army. Oh, yeah, and God. you know he he comes out with he <laughs> oh. comes out with this like sexual Lothario like mm-hmm. persona on this album. He's trying yeah. to be real sexy, but. The same time he's, he's also dating Gigi Hadid, like yeah, one of the Hadid and, sisters. But at the like, same time, he's like, "Why do you put all this? Why this sexual charged album? You're trying to really push yourself out there. Mm-hmm, why don't dude. you just lead into that?" Like, that is why, literally yeah. what I was gonna say. Like, he wants us to know he is having sex. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, like, no, Zane is having sex, <laughs> and he wants us to you know. Just name the album that I'm having. Sex. <laughs> I'm having sex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of sex with hot chicks. But, but you know, but you see this a lot, though. I, I think you know, it, like you saw that huge uh, come up with, with Chris Brown. You know, Chris Brown, like his first yeah. two, his first two albums, are very like. 
like playful and then it's like suddenly that on exclusive take you down came out doing the humping on stage yeah. like he wanted you to know like i'm not a boy anymore no i'm genuine's pony i'm ju- like I'm, yeah. hashtag <laughs> i'm having sex <laughs> you know it's so like this is i think that's where like i would agree with you in that i think it was a trying to argue you know because you when, when when you're forced to break away you're not forced, but when you want to break away from a band it's like you want to break that mold you want to break that image immediately reinvent yourself you want to reinvent yourself and of course in sex sells so it's like I, I thought it because every single song on the album, I feel like I was like, oh, my God, it's relationships. It's sex. The vu- the music videos, him with his shirt off and, and you know, Bella or Gigi. It was Gigi uh, Hadid. Like, you know, I'm like, OK, wow. Like, but why is he trying sexy. to be why is he trying to be Frank Ocean? Why is he trying to be the weekend? Uh, the weekend. Why is he trying like to be weekend. Miguel on this album? Yep. He's yeah. no Chris Brown. Nick Jonas. He's even he's, trying to be Nick yeah, Jonas. Come on. Yeah. And yeah. that's a whole nother mess that we don't want to talk oh, about. God, that's right. immediately what However, I was Nick he Jones. has Rock Nation's backing like everything. Nick Jonas is so back to Rock Nation, it is unreal. I can't hate the song Jealous. I I kind of like it. I'm not it, gonna lie. It grew on me. At first, yeah, I didn't I like, like it. It did grow on me. Like, but I have right. my issues with Nick Jonas because we've been doing this for years. This sound for years. Absolutely. It that Nick changed. Jonas has been doing. Yeah. Y'all know who I'm talking about when I say we. Yeah. Black folk. We've been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enough but, about Nick Jonas. Let's get back. Yeah. Up but but with Zayn. But with Zayn. Okay. Because Zayn's technically All Middle right, Eastern. James right? is the next clip. I'm gonna start it up right here. Take its time and any time to see the truth. I won't ask any questions. I won't say it was you. I need life. Take its time and any time to see the truth. See the truth. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was his cut off that album. It was called Truth, and uh, um, I thought that was a really good song. That was definitely one of the standouts for me, at least. Uh, I think his songwriting needs help, but his lyrics are definitely half baked. Uh, but he can sing, <laughs> and that's definitely his saving Agreed. grace. You know what I'm saying? He can sing, and he can sing live. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I, I, yeah, I, I went in and, and I saw some of his performances, like on Fallon, also at our iHeartRadio Theater. Dude, um, he did a performance on the Tonight Show with the Roots. It was good. Yeah. It was wow. way it, better it, than the album it, cut. I think it was the song B4. I think it what it was. I, it, yeah, 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 that was one of the singles. Yeah. 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 Wait, oh no, on Fallon he, he did like I would the the yeah, clip I just, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. That was right. Yeah. Yeah. He did like I would. It was better than it was on the album. On the album, I was right, like, okay. You got okay. the roots. You can't screw that up. You can't. You can't. Like, I think Questlove is back there just helping with everything. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. You can like, put anybody <laughs> with the roots and it's going to sound good. Even right. <laughs> we Even sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I yeah. can't <laughs> sing. If the roots are back at me, dude, I, I'll, I'll you blow. You sound like, like. D'Angelo. No, try. <laughs> Easy. 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 <laughs> I actually like that track, too. That wasn't a bad track on the album, the Truth Song, because it's very deep. It's very emotional. and But it does. it's still one of those parts of the album where it's like, he kind of does this roller coaster. It's not like a steady, steady trip through the album. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If you listen from front to back, that's how I listen to albums. I don't listen. I don't jump around. I listen from front to back. And it to me, the album was a roller coaster. It wasn't fluid. It was not fluid. It wasn't put together well. But then again, I I'm not a producer, so I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. But no, 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 no. But you know, but you're a music uh, enthusiast and you listen to music. And I think what it is, I I I would agree with your point because the album was everywhere because he's trying so hard to break away. He's like, look, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna give you R and B. I'm gonna give you house. I'm gonna give you electronic. I'm gonna give you dubs. All that you, stuff that you didn't hear with yeah, One Direction. Yeah, yeah soldier yeah. stuff. Dare I'm I give say you it? Everything. He's gonna go on another direction. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Where's that, that Questlove drum in there? Uh, what, what, I, t- I don't know. I, I think he's trying to go in a million 
in one directions that aren't one direction. He, <laughs> like one direction's going yes. east, he's going west, north, south. Yeah. Like he's like, let me just go everywhere else that isn't this pop sound just to prove that I can do it. So I would hope that in his follow up album or when he starts picking more singles, pick one. He he fought, he you know he picks one sound or he finally finds a sound he hasn't found a sound yet no you know period here's what i wrote down from my notes as i was going through the album i wrote nick jonas i wrote the weekend i wrote wanna be john legend i wrote mm-hmm. wanna be he's trying to be bob marley in that du- that dubstep song it was all these other artists that he didn't stand out to me at all i didn't like this album at all me i didn't I, i'll never listen to it again there's really yeah I'll ne- wow. there's not one song i'm gonna take off this album and i like i highlighted number 17 your song like mm-hmm. i would that yeah. was my favorite song because i put I bobbed my, my head. I admit that I bobbed my head mm-hmm. to that one. But I'm not taking any of these songs. I'm not putting them on my phone. I'm not putting them in my car. I'm just not. I mean, it's just just yeah. being yeah. flat out the, honest. The track I applaud I, him. He's way more talented than I am. Yeah. But <laughs> Hey, and he's, he's making money. It's cool. Right? Like, yeah. uh, that's what music. Music's personal. The track I chose is I, what I think is going to be his next single because it's, it's what I like to call his Usher jam. Okay. So, so you, you kn- thought of, you know, again. I thought of Usher thought of when, I, these, yeah. when I heard this song. And that's, I've actually read some articles about it. I'm going to play it right here. This is a straight up club jam. Yeah, that one. This one has to be his next single. Yeah, Yeah. And, and this album, it's. Because again, he has the Usher jams. He has this. He, he sounds like everyone else, and it, it's just kind of. It's just but then, it's bubblegummy because the the lyrics are so half baked. It's just totally it's lazy. Bubblegummy. Totally it's lazy. just bubblegummy. And I thought it, I thought his voice was just flat in the whole thing. I didn't think there was. And he has some range. He does some falsetto yeah. stuff. But I just thought it was the same to the whole mm-hmm. album. Like Cause, Maxwell, the homework James assigned was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. His emotions in his in his songwriting and his the way he sings yeah. is so apparent. I got one emotion out of that album. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, that was also deep. that and was also it, Maxwell's debut album. Yeah, yeah. Was, was your emotion? That's what yeah. it was. Like, yeah. I literally struggled to get through them. Like I need to. There's got to be something in here I like. There's yeah. got to be one song I Which, like. Which I think leads I like me the into your more. track. Leads me into your your cut. I'm gonna play it, and I want okay. you to explain why you chose this. Okay. Break it down. Break it down. Yeah. You don't even This song, which to one me, was that? That is the song called Luca Zade, number uh, okay. thirteen. Uh, yeah, number yeah, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the the music had so much potential, mm-hmm. just like a lot of the tracks, like the track you played, James, had potential. I don't think he lived up to it at all, yeah. and I, that's mm-hmm. that's why I picked that. Okay. It's the exact opposite uh, because I I said to Corbin, I have two things. I'm either not picking one because mm-hmm. there was nothing I'm putting on my phone listening to again (laughs) or i got and he said what if you pick something that you don't really like Mm -hmm. so i picked that because that beat that and you're kind of like all right i'm feeling the groove i'm feeling but his just singing like this oh yeah i was just like bro 
you're killing me because I yeah. know you can sing. Mm-hmm. I heard you do it on The Tonight Show. I dug that, but this album just left me yeah. like. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If I'm like, because I don't know One Direction much. I just know their hits. So if I'm listening to this guy, like Timberlake blew me away with his debut. Oh, God. Justified was. Yeah. He breaks away, blows me away. By the way, I don't know if we're allowed to promote other competitors, but on Beats One Pharrell's other tone show this Sunday, his special guests are Justin Timberlake, Chad Hugo, and Tyler Crater, along with Scott Venner and Pharrell. Like, they're all talking and having See, that's what Beats does better than anybody. (gasps) Okay, so anyway, I'm not going (laughs) to. That's crazy. It's enough about our competitors. Yeah, enough about our competitors. Sorry. Back to to our radio. Hats off to that. Hats off to that. Yeah, and that's just my review of the album. James said that the lyrics, Malcolm, you said it. You guys, half baked. I just thought it was yeah. lazy i thought some of the musical arrangements were were there i just don't think he right. took and that's me what it's, there i think production wise i think i'm more alert to the groove of this album because there, there, yes. there is a lot definitely of rhythm to it. There's, definitely there's rhythm to it and it's like i hear it but but i think it's kind of like when i listen to you know like nick jonas it's the same thing it's like oh it's a groove but then i'm like you're not doing there's much not anything vocally. else yeah. there, there's no substance it didn't have enough substance and then like if you listen to lyrics and it's just kind of like Okay, a teeny bopper wrote this. Well, and you well, can, yeah. yes. You know, like, it's, it's teeny bopper. It's bubblegum. He's using words that a 16-year-old would use. Oh, in, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you get Maxwell. We'll just, I'm just going to use him as, a, as another example. He's using, like, very sensual words. Like, and he talking. picks him on purpose. Yeah. Like, and, Maxwell picks oh, yeah. words And then you get purpose. Zane, who's using, like, oh, we're going to be boning later. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's trying to say the F what word as many times as possible. Yeah. He's like, I'm an adult. I say the F yeah. word. Awesome. Good for you. <laughs> what are we? Gratuitous. Are we still in high school here? Yeah, right. Come exactly. On. Like, I swear like a sailor, man. I got the I got the worst mouth of anybody I know. But yeah. I'm like, you know, I know what you're trying to do. And I just saw those things. I, I had, I don't know, 10 artists in my head with those grooves. Yeah. That would have killed that killed it album. way better. Killed and, yeah. it. Yeah, and then it's so yeah. funny how you bring how we bring up musically. Like he sounds like all these different artists, and then on his own album cover, he's impersonating another <laughs> artist. <laughs> Which is why I said he's copycatting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, what um, is your? How many slaps? Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give him uh, a one and a half for effort. I'm gonna give him a uh, one I was and gonna half. give him a two point two. That's generous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like mine's gonna be really. That's I was like, right. Because I, I, I give like a two point eight. Okay. Like, like, like I, I, there's a few songs because I like I finally listened to it the first time yesterday, but I kind of skipped around. But I have like about five tracks on here that I would put into my kind of regular spin, just because I really like the groove. So, but, about, but out of eighteen, you fail. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Exactly out of eighteen. Yeah. If I want to listen to just the grooves and take your lyrics out. Unless you're DJ Premier and the lyrics are anyway awesome and the beat's awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, that's not good for me. Like, I'd take that like I would groove. What was the song you played again, James? Truth. Truth. I'd take that groove. Mm-hmm. I'd even take that LucasAid groove. And yeah. I'd be like, I'd jam out to that in like a lounge. Yeah. yeah. I just don't want him to sing. Yeah. That's bad. And he's, you know, <laughs> that's bad. Well, we got to see him on tour and we maybe we'll change. Yeah, I'll watch mind. him on the yeah, who, knows, who knows five years down the road he may completely change his old Because he's talented. Way. He's a talented guy. He, he could blow us yeah, away yeah. with his next album, which could be like the next future sex love sound. Yeah, let's hope oh. it is. But that's that's the big step. He needs to get a Timberland in his life. And he he, needs, exactly, he needs a good producer. Anyway, I gave it one slap. <laughs> nice! 
I, yeah, I debated was, giving it a zero. But. That's generous on, on your end. Like, that's very generous on my end. But I, you can't give a point eight of a slap. Like, no. how do you get point eight? I'm going to give it one full slap. Okay, one full slap. That's that, that's really nice, Corbin, on, yep. on your end. I'll, yeah, so I don't even know. I'm going to slap him in the face as well. One slap to the face. You can do better than that. Come on. Come on. The you next time I see Zane. You were in one direction for Christ's sake. Yeah. I Give me both. Do better. Oh my God! Right. That is hilarious. So there we go. We wrap it up. Look, it's not a great. It's not a great album. It just is what it is. So Zane, we appreciate but, hey, but we it. We gave it a shot. We gave it a shot. And we have an opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we give it a shot. And look, we know you're talented, and that's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. We, we acknowledge that. Yeah. So. All right. So let's go to our next part of the Sound Surfers E five. Your kiss is on my list. Yeah, a little Grizz coming in there. All right, so here's the deal. Every week we put together a list of whatever we want, really. So you can play along with us. So this ties into Malcolm's homework that he assigned us. Yes. Because it's a cover album. (laughs) Hold on, Corbin. Hold on. We're almost there. So this is our top three cover songs of all time because Rage Against Machines Renegades is a cover Cover album. album. So who wants to go first? Corbin, call it. Uh, I'm going to start with Me. you. Me? Oh, All right. I had a very oh. difficult time with this one. So what I'm going to do, Corbin, because I didn't tell you this off the air, is I'm going to tell you my three and two, and I'm going to have you play my number one clip, and then I will explain it after. Right on. So this was very difficult to me. I'm going to mention a couple of songs that didn't make the list. Peter Tosh's Johnny Be Good, if you've never heard that song, do me a favor and listen to I it. I think I know the original. It, the original from Chuck Berry. Yes. Uh, Johnny Peter Tosh's version of it is a reggae version. It is... Uh, free, it gives me goosebumps just really? talking. It is amazing. Yeah. I have it on my phone. I'll play it for Peter Tosh, the weed godfather? Yeah, the weed guy, But he kills Johnny B. Good. Because I actually went to, I was on, on my honeymoon in Jamaica, and this guy was performing at the resort we were staying at. Of course at. you were. Yeah, of I course I was. You. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy killed it. And I was like, what is that? And they were like, oh, that's the Peter Tosh version. And I was like, what? What is this? So I had to give Peter Tosh a shout out for that. So I'm going to give you my number three. This only came out on YouTube. Ed Shireen and Passenger did a version of No Diggity. Which yes. is dope mm-hmm. AF. Wow. Oh my wow. God. Dope yes, they AF. Because Ed Sheeran's yeah. down. Like, he's down. Ed like, Sheeran is so down for the culture, yeah, right? Actually, he is. dude, they actually performed that cover not with, um, uh, who else did it with him? Passenger. The uh, passenger. And the guy right? with that, should I get down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that voice. But um, Ed Sheeran actually did perform it when Ed Sheeran, before right. uh, his, even before his debut album, he actually came here to the studio here in Phoenix and he actually did, uh, when, he, when he stopped by, he performed No Diggity at nice. the cover. Oh, yes. Wow. And it you, sounded, you got to see it? Oh. oh filthy. I love it. Nice. Yeah, it's so nice. nice. So, if, yeah, check nice. that out on YouTube if you haven't. Yes. Number two, which I think this song should be on everybody's cover list. Is a pretty obvious one. Jimi Hendrix is all along the Watchtower. It blows Bob Dylan's original out of the water. Bob Dylan stopped playing the song after Hendrix did. He was like, "I gotta, I can't play." This I, 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 can't do that. <laughs> I think he literally stopped playing it for five years because Hendrix's version. He was like, "Wow." He even knew. He's like, "That is just amazing." That is awesome. And my number one song is is just interesting. Corbin. Called the Gourds. 
I don't know anything about the Gords. I have never listened to another Gord oh, song. Oh, my goodness. My old boss sent me this song, and I was like, hell yes, this is awesome because it's just fun. It takes Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice, the exact lyrics, minus a couple of words, and it just plays it with like that. bluegrass I, I know. I just, I just <laughs> love the sound of it because it was just so much fun because I love that doggy style album. I love Snoop Dogg. I love Gin and Juice, and I was like, that is my number one cover song. Because it's amazing. Oh my god, that is so! Funny. I had to throw because I, I, I was like, none of y'all that. even know about that. That, that, that. that was awesome. Yes. That was awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I, anytime someone wants to pay, wants to pay respectable homage to hip hop. Absolutely, <laughs> that's why I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, when when it's not appropriation, exactly. Like I think I that was with the ukulele. I can think of the ukulele on that song. Or like, yeah, probably. No, it was a guitar. I watched the video. I watched the video today. Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. I. Completely changed what I wanted to do because James wants to go next, and I really want James to go next on his top three. Oh, Yay. God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Back All right, so my number three, uh, I kind of had a hard time picking uh, three of these. Well, okay, well, the first one I knew immediately, but, like, the other two were actually kind of hard. So my third one is kind of like a gimme. I just really love this song. Uh, it's you don't have to. Call. It's Gambino's cover of You Don't Have to Call. It's incredible. Yeah. I love I'm that song. I'm taking that off my list. I need to, I don't need even to worry. Whoa. I'm taking that off my list. I need to write list. this down. You don't. Thanks well, for robbing me. Thanks. One thing that I knew was going to happen with these See, two I, th- I thought you said you they were going to choose the same things. I kind of had this feeling. It's the one. It's the one. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It's the one. All right. the one uh, my number two is Frank Ocean's cover of Aaliyah's You Are Love, which is what I think is one of the, like, one of his, vocally, one of his best demonstrations ever. Like, he hits that falsetto. I swear for at least three minutes, it's incredible. I love that song. Nice. Uh, and my number one. Let me play it. Let me play yeah. I wish I could sing. But me what? I just sing this song. Oh. Oh. I have this on my phone. Oh, man. man. It's in hot rotation on Rob Hunter's oh, phone. Man. It has. It All has. I haven't and taken this album off my phone since I got my yeah, phone. You can. You can. Well done. Well done. Very well yeah. done. Okay. Cruising by D'Angelo. That was a cover of uh, Smokey Robinson. Mm. He originally did that song. And yeah. like it was on Brown Sugar. Came out in 95. Brown Sugar is one of my top five favorite albums. Oh, yeah. No oh, doubt. doubt. No, no doubt. doubt. SDMF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. That's my jam. Yes. Well yes. done. Yes. And you know, oh, man. Smokey, Smokey. Can't mess with yeah, Smokey. Oh, yeah, D'Angelo messes with Smokey. Right. He's like, Smokey, oh, yeah. sorry, dog. And actually, to <laughs> that song, it, um, it, it does it beautifully. Oh, but anyway, oh, yeah. 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 But to SDMF, even Timberlake covered, the, uh, not covered, but sampled that song. <laughs> uh, and what's that song? Uh, Holy Grail with Jay-Z. He sampled wow, SDMF. Wow, he sure did. He the rep. Yeah, he sampled it, and he gave him production credits for it. Yes. Nice. Yes, he did. Yes, nice. He did. Good All list, right. James. Good Very good list. list. All right. Just because Malcolm chose that, I got to go. Or, I mean, James chose that. I got to go with Malcolm. Uh, okay. You know what? So don't worry, because, yeah, you took one of my songs. Just one of them. I thought, you said, one. I thought you said you weren't going to pick a Gambino one. Uh, like no. you said. Like, we, I swear we were talking about But, like, about you don't song. have to call that cover is immaculate. Like, it is amazing. <laughs> and I could, su- I could sub it in with what I'll mention as an honorable mention is um, his cover of Tamiya. Um, okay. I'm so into you. That's um, great. To me, he, it's, he, I love. Yeah. I haven't heard that version. He, he did it on that Australian show. They have a show called Like a Version, <laughs> and it's a version of a song. It's super cool. <laughs> like a um, version. Yeah, man, so it's, cool. it's, it's yeah. super dope. Um, but yeah, yeah to, but, to me, it's so into you. That gets honorable mention. But number three, um, Chance the Rapper did a cover of the Arthur theme song. Oh, wonderful every day. 
Not a bad choice. He got L. Varner on the track, Wyclef Jean, and a bunch of other nice. Chicago Chicago artists. Oh my God! Like it's like, and you listen to the cover, and it's you don't even realize it's, it's the Arthur song until it hits the chorus, and it's like it's a simple message, and it's covered from the heart. Believe it, you're like this is Arthur. Like <laughs> holy <laughs> crap! Like you. You cried. That was the first <laughs> song I ever played on Blazing in the Morning as it was nice. my show. Yeah. That was the first song I ever played. Yeah. No, nice. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing song. And even live, like, I got emotional, yeah. too. Like, yeah. Like, we, we, like, he did it at Summer Ends, and it's like, cause he, he took us to church. Like, he, he brought the instruments in first. And, yeah. and just amazing. the way he did it, we're just like, yeah, oh my I, God. I, I definitely did show so Oh, dude, no, it was, it's just beautiful. Like, it's an amazing cover. So that goes into number three. My number two, uh, Michael Jackson's cover of The Beatles Come Together. Wow. Wow. An amazing cover. Like I just and I love that it, Beatles song. Yeah, it's the only exactly. Beatles song I like. And I'm not gonna say <laughs> like gonna say. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say blue. I'm not like a crazy Beatles fan, but I acknowledge the Beatles and their influence Absolutely. on the music Absolutely. and just their pivotal. Definitely. Like they are pivotal. But I think Even you know, though they bit a lot of style. A lot of style, which is why I'm like yeah. I feel like Mike Jackson took that song to where it should have been. And, mm. and 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 and, mm. and I like it. So I'm not gonna say they, that, that he blew it out the water, but just kinda because like Mike, it, man. It's, it's a Mike. good song, but Mike, Mike. just kinda Made it a little bit harder, brought a little bit more yeah, rhythm into it, and it's Michael just thing. yeah. He did the Michael yeah. thing, do it, and you're just like, okay, that's a good one. And my numero uno, same artist as White, but one of my favorite covers from one of my favorite artists. My like favorite cover of all time because D'Angelo, as much as he is a Smokey Robinson fan, <laughs> he is also a huge, massive Prince fan, and that was Prince's "She's Always in My Head." You got to see uh, performances of that as well because it's amazing. But that um, that rendition is actually from um, he headlined Afropunk back in 2014, and his entire set. This is before Black Messiah came out, and everyone was expecting him to do all these hits. No, instead he actually did word to covers he did his entire 55 minute set was all covers so he did everything from third stone from the sun funkadelic the whalers um ohio players slime family stone uh yes. fishbone and then he ended the fishbone. night yeah he, he did some fishbone yeah he did a, a thankful and thoughtful nice oh, he yeah. can play anything oh he's he is a, yeah. he oh, play I'm, any I'm sorry th- th- that's slime family stone i'm sorry a fishbone he did black flowers yeah excuse okay. me i'm sorry uh, i don't not th- i saw fishbone like in 95 live and i was blown away oh I was yeah like, that's awesome yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and i'm mad because fishbone was here in phoenix and i and i only got like a song or two of him and I was like, oh, dude, he still got it. it awesome. But, um, but yeah, and then she, she, uh, he ended with She's Always In My Hair. And it's like, that's just one of my favorite Prince songs. It's just like, it's just like top three up in there. Um, well done. I, wow. I saw him perform this song at Bonnaroo last year. Yeah. He, he played this mid-set out of nowhere. Oh, it is just nasty. So I, I had to choose that one. We're talking about covers. And, yeah, D'Angelo did an entire cover set at Afropunk and ended with that song. And that goes down as one of my favorite like Love cover it. songs of Love all it. time. It's a good Love one. It. All right, well, that leads into me. Uh, I think it's funny how we all chose an honorable mention because yes. I did the same thing. So okay, without you any have to. There's so many covers. So I'll just throw my honorable mention. We've all seen Wedding Crashers. Yes. Yes. The Dan Band. They're an actual band. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's my honorable mention when they do Total Eclipse from the Heart. And you know, oh, they, so awesome, though. They, That's so awesome. They, yes. drop, they drop the F-bomb out of nowhere, yep. and, and then you get Will Ferrell looking like, what? Huh? What? what? Anyway, that's my number. That's my 
I have that song on my. Uh, all right, and I, I kind of knew that you collection. guys were all going to lean into like the R and B covers. It's so predictable. Yeah, I brought the gourds, man. Sorry. I brought you the gourds. So, 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 so I jumped around and I switched it up a little bit, as you do. As You're I always a wild do. Card. I am always. <laughs> That's a wild what we card. love about you. So my number three uh, is a band Seether. They're a heavy metal band, actually, and they did a cover of Immortality by Pearl Jam, and they did this on a, an acoustics album. Ooh. They did a they did this an acoustic set that they recorded. Um, they did it live, and they just—it was all covers and like a lot of their stuff acoustically. And they just pulled out this Pearl Jam song. It's incredible. If you get a chance to, it's on called—it's an album called "One Cold Night" by Seether. It's called "Immortality" by Pearl Jam. Uh, then number two is by none other than Johnny Cash. Uh, he covers Nine Inch Nails, oh, and he does hurts so on his good. last album Bless, before last he album, passed dude. away. Oh, and man, uh, such a good cover. He—that song is so deep. And the way he does it makes it even better. Yeah. Like, because Nine Inch Nails does a really good job on that song. Like, that song is just emotional as it is. Yeah. But the fact that Johnny Cash did it. And you know what added to that song, too, was the fact that, similar to Bowie, Cash knew it was, like, his kind of his end Mm -hmm. when he was singing it vocally. Because, um, what, he only did, like, one performance of it, um, I believe, in, in, uh, there was a video. I remember I watched a video. I don't know if it was his last performance or his, like. It was his last video he ever recorded. Yeah, he ever recorded. And I was just like, Holy cow! Because he kind of did it in this way of acceptance, you know, of the pain you know, uh, through the song. It was amazing. Speaking of Bowie, my last track Hello. is a Bowie cover. If you don't know who that is, that's Kurt Cobain. That's that's wow. Nirvana. Yep. Wow. They did an unplugged set for MTV. 94, it, wasn't it? It was 1994, and they pulled this song out of the hat. And incredible. They did a lot of covers on that mm-hmm. unplugged album. They did one by the Meat Puppets that's really good, too. But this one, to me, every time I think of a cover, I think of this song. Because this song just moves me. It's it's how I got introduced to David Bowie when I was a kid. Like This, this, is, this thing moved mountains. I don't... For the longest time, I don't think I even knew that was a cover because I just recognized that as Nirvana. Because I I was in high school and Nirvana was big, and I had a couple friends who were huge Nirvana fans, so I'd be rolling around the hood, you know, in old Toyota Camrys, (laughs) you know, listening to Nirvana when he was driving. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is 2001, but it's still old Toyota Camry. And they almost didn't even play this whole whole set, didn't even come about because Kurt Cobain was coming off all these his withdrawals, and then he finally just showed up and did this whole set that is one of the most. Um, uh, most it's, popular unplugged albums ever. Well, that was the MTV Unplugged. I mean, it was, essentially, yeah. that was the one that mm-hmm. everyone talked about. Everyone was still talking about. Obviously, that was the one. True. Well done as well. Nice different list. I, I dig that. It was I dig awesome. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, I had to change it up honest. on you guys. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to put any R and B or any hip hop on there. Just for you guys. I appreciate Thank that. you, Mark. Thank you. Very smart. All right. So now to the next and final Ooh. part of the program. <laughs> Don't get into any trouble while mommy and daddy are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially on a good Friday. Hello. Yep, Hello. yep, yep. So homework, homework time. Malcolm, it was your turn. It was. Mm. It was my turn. Explain why, how you chose this album. 
Just explain it to the people. Off the seat of my head. Stare down. Random. Okay, so I love Ready to the Machine. I got tons of cuts. I'm gonna get into them. Um, I I like all their albums. I I just do. Even even Renegades. Unbeknownst to me, though, I did not realize that Renegades was a cover album when I chose it. So I will admit to that. Corbin, you chose. If I had any Rage album out of those four albums, this is the last one I would have chosen. I know, but I really like Renegades of Funk. I don't okay? want to get, I so get forgive into that, me. too. I want to get into Corbin's thought as yes, to why. Yes, yes, yes. Renegades of Funk, though. Renegades of Funk, Continue. great song, which is actually an African Mbada cover, and I went back, and it's like, I actually like the Rage version still better. I'm just like, it's just... It's just flames to me. Me too. Like, and I'm big just, of a hip hop and yeah, Africa Bombada and yeah, hip hop. Yeah, like this, like, this version is awesome. It's just way better. And I think the reason I chose this is because Renegades of Funk was one of the first Rage songs that I heard. Like that was like I, I got put on Rage from um my best friend, like like the my, my friend next door to me, um mm-hmm. gr- growing up, and like he he just had Rage on one time, and we used to go to the river. We used to come out here to like AZ, and actually that's when I got put on like the Lincoln Park Jay Z collab and all that stuff. So he was always putting me on these really cool rhythmic rock kind yeah, of groups yeah, yeah. on that stuff you know and so um i remember like i just remember the first Ren- the first song i ever heard was renegades of funk and you know so then it's like of course i go back um and it so- got mad radio play too this got, song actually did get mad. it got mad radio play mm-hmm. um because i did hear it like whenever i, I listen like an alt station or like an old rock station it's like renegades of funk would always play um and so that's that that's why so like last weekend it's like i was like i could have done evil empire la i was like i could have i was like Renegades. Renegades it is. Sure, but, Renegades it but is. But see, I, I thought there must have been in my head. I was like, there's got to be a, a big significant part of, of this and that song in particular as you're explaining. Yeah. And that's why I figured. I was like, it's definitely personal for Malcolm to pick this, which it, I it, love. It, it, it was. It, it, it's like, and it's still like not the whole album more so than it. It's just that song. Yeah. You know, some. Because it's uh, your introduction yeah. to this amazing it, it was, band that just kind of quit after, I don't know, yeah. nine years. It, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense why he chose the album, but. Yeah. It's still the worst Rage album. Out of okay. <laughs> which, which, you know what, I would, because, uh, you know, because I do go back and I listen to them, too, and it's like, yeah, I, I chose because of the personal significance, but when I go back, I would agree with you. Yeah, um, if, if I would have cho- chosen this, if I were sitting in your, se- Battle your Va- seat. Battle of Los Angeles. Battle of Los Angeles. Thank you, okay, because I was going to say, like, that's that's my favorite, like, I think that is their best album. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, that's like, one, it, it's an amazing that's album. That's the one you recommended to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really, really good, I but then it's the like, one. My fa- Evil, Evil Empire. Well, what's your favorite track off that one? My favorite track off Evil Empire is Down Rodeo. Let's see. I got to look at the track list. You know, I love People of the Sun. Yeah, down Rodeo. Yeah, you yeah do I love it. People of the Sun. I think. Oh, oh my was on God. Parade, though. Testify? Come on. Oh, yeah. Well, but, but isn't that, that's off L.A. I'm saying e- Evil Empire. Like, is, oh, yeah, I'm saying Evil Empire is just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Well, you go through the track list, and you go to discography, and you're yeah. like, yeah, this is pretty, you know, Rage had some legit stuff. One of my favorites is the Year of the Boomerang, which they put mm-hmm. on the Evil Empire album, but that was on the Higher Learning soundtrack. Yes. Which yes, had an Outcast song, which is one of the best Outcast songs yeah. ever, <laughs> called Phobia. So that's how I got Rage Against the Machine. You know, I was like, this Year of the Boomerang. Yeah. It's sa- he has like two verses, but they're the same verse. Yeah. But it's, again, it's, it's such yeah. a Rage song of yeah. You know, power to the people, yeah. raging against the machine. And another reason I loved why you picked this album, Malcolm, because of what's going on politically right now. Mm-hmm. There is theories that Americans on both political sides, Republicans and Democrats, are raging against the machine, yeah. the machine being the government. Yes. That's why Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders are doing so well. Are so polar. You know, and it's so polarized. You know? Yes. And so, yes. But, but, you know, but here's the thing. The reason this is still not one of the best rage albums because – but. Because since these these were all covers, these weren't original lyrics. When you go back and listen to Battle of L.A., when you listen to Evil Empire, especially Battle of Los Angeles, it is so pro, like, against the machine. Like, it's just like, ugh, down with the machine. We everything. Are, every know, single one of their albums has been like that. Every and single one of them. But, I mean, 
crazy. And so I like I like but I like the cover aspect of this album because it's like they still chose pivotal artists that have been so against the machine. And and it's like Renegades. Renegades. They picked their they, renegades, renegades, their it influences. It is amazing too, because I'm like, this is the what like uh <laughs> what the only white dudes that can say the N word and I'm like, I'm fine with it. It's just that was that <laughs> threw me off. I was like, yeah. is that him or is that somebody yeah. else? No, 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 no. I was like, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. I, was I was like, like who do these no, guys no, look like? Long old dreads, like chilling. Like, oh, I'm cool. And by the way, I kept all the words, everything, because it makes a point. Yeah, yeah. it does make a point. So I kept everything in, all the curse words, all everything. So for our listeners, just in case you get offended, yes, you might want to My turn. Bad. it Listener language. discussion Put is on advised. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's play one clip. Let's start. Right. You know, I'm going to start because I'm the one that really doesn't like this album at all. Fair enough. <laughs> so I chose the a only tough song week for Corbin. The only song I really <laughs> like on this album is actually one of my personal favorite rage songs it's a cover of bruce springsteen's ghost of tom joke mm. so if you listen to that, the, the first the original track it's a folk song mm-hmm. it's very like moody but it it's, it's very, very springsteen it's very springsteen because he the album he came out was the same name ghost of Chom, ghost of tom joke and it was a very political activist album which is why they chose it for this song or for this this album itself you know because it's still relevant it's still relevant right now you know he's talking about police brutality he's yep. talking about you know, homelessness, it's a lot of, like, he's trying to give a voice, Bruce Springsteen was, and so is Zach LaRocha, he's giving a voice to the people that don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm going to play. Where somebody struggling for a place to stay? For a decent job or a helping Essential rage against the machine, right there. I wrote oh, that down man. in my notes. This is rage against the machine. Yeah, this this is they. He's talking very politically. Like I'm going to give a voice to these people, and I'm going to just rock out. I'm going to give you that yeah. raw emotion. And that's that was the best thing that Rage did. You know, oh, they God. were they were always about just that emotion. And the thing yeah. that I hate about this album, I'm just going to get it out right now, go just because I wanted to. This album was a cash grab. They were already broken up. Like they had already recorded all these songs, and this was just. The label trying to put something together to make money sure. off of the name Rage Against the Machine. Of course. It sold pretty well when it came it's, out. It sold actually really well. It might be one of their best selling out of the mm-hmm. out of the four, but it to me it wasn't a rage album. Like mm-hmm. it's it's them doing all these songs of their like influencers, you know. You know, yeah. you got you have Africa Babata, you had Bruce Springsteen, Cypress Hill, you know, Cypress Hill, you EPMD know. got yeah, on there. Eric B. and Rocky. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I was like, but, I was impressed with the list of who they picked. I will say Which that. is interesting, you know. Like it's you, very you have, diverse. You have to look at it. Like, I want to listen to an actual version of this album with the originals from front to back I actually, the same way. I mm-hmm. put them down, and I put them on, I have a Chromecast. So what I did is mm-hmm. I went on YouTube, and I found versions of, of the originals, and I played them in the same order. Oh, nice. I was like, I'm going to play these in the same order. And see what kind of vibe I get. So I listened to the album like three times, and I played those. And I went mm-hmm. back and listened to the album again. Yeah, yeah. But this is no rage album. This is just a covers. This is just here's here's an album of your favorite band doing covers. This is like this is like those cash grabs when you get Justin Timberlake singing Christmas songs. Yeah. It's just it's just for you to make money on Christmas time. But, but at the same time, I, I I still think you know they chose Renegades and they chose people that that have lyrics. But Rage didn't choose this album. Sure, this sure. was the label. 
But sure. they, but Rage did record. They these did record versions these of the versions. Songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, that's that was my favorite part of the album is yeah. getting to see their influence because some of yeah. these bands I never heard of, like some of the the punk bands. I was like, I don't know, like MC Fives and that one of them. I was like, who's that? Or uh, or like like Minor Threat. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I didn't know I who Minor Threat yeah, was minor either. Th- so I, that no was kind of cool going back and like you know because one of them is really punky like really like 1969. Mm-hmm. I think that was the I that was the MC5 one and listen to that song. I was like, yeah, it's that pro like anti Vietnam. I was like, it took me right to that era and I was like, I thought they did a pretty good homage to that song and they covered that one. And the name of the song, let me pull it up here. It's the uh, third song. It's called "Kick Out the Jams," yeah. which I thought was a cool title yeah, for a I song of punk band in 1969. And I liked their homage to it and saying. That's pretty cool. Right. Like, so I, there were certain things I really liked about this album, and there were certain songs I were just like, eh, about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, James is up next. All right. So uh, my clip was actually pretty interesting. I thought this album was uh, uh, was pretty interesting because I, I typically, like, I, I don't just listen to rock uh, regularly like that. But, um, yeah. Hold on, Corbin. Just go and play, play my clip. <laughs> because I'm house. Because I'm house. Yeah, so that was I'm Housing. Uh, that was one of my favorites on the album because it is like the most stank, like eating a straight bag of lemons <laughs> face <laughs> you can get, like, or that at least right. that I, I got while listening to it. You're just like, ugh. Oh my goodness. And, you know, like, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, the variety of their covers and stuff. They were uh, they were covering EPMD right there. Mm-hmm. Eric you know and Parrish making dollars. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah. So, yeah, so they were covering e- EPMD right there. But, um, yeah, no, uh, about this album like i do love like the variety of covers of it on it um one of my favorite like well favorite 80s bands but they cover devo yeah and devo like did really cool stuff and i kind of like them so yeah so i thought that was really cool who were also innovators in their time right Mm -hmm. right absolutely well in epmd let me just throw this in because epmd is really regarded as putting the funk in hip-hop so mm-hmm. a lot of, especially because that was like late 80s and mm-hmm. Eric B was doing some crazy things with, yeah. with Rakim. But, you know, Eric Sermon, EPMD, really credited with taking that funk and saying, we're going to funk this. So it was like G-Funk before it was G-Funk yeah. and the West Coast kind of took it over. So I'm not sure if that's why they put this song on there. Because, you know, when you listen to the song, it's like, it's kind of a funky, like, yeah, it's just right. a straight hip-hop it, it, song. It, yeah. Right? yeah. It really is like like I, I could easily see like a match like like I feel like if if, yes. a, if a rapper came in and spit a verse it would be fitting on it right totally. it would it would make sense it would well, he is a rapper of, yeah oh god he is and that's why really I like them I mean because I was straight up like when they came out in ninety two was their first album ninety one whatever it was I was straight hip hop mm-hmm. and then somebody played me this and I was like it's hip hop. But I always loved guitars. I always yeah. loved like heavy guitars. And you hear Tom Morello on on a guitar, and it's, it's just so different. Ah. Yeah, and that's what I loved about your clip was that that Tom Morello yeah. unique sound right. that no right. one else has yeah. in rock music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this album. Yeah, they definitely demonstrate a great knowledge of hip hop and rock. Yep. Yeah, which was awesome. It's just sick. All right, all right. I don't know. What right, just, uh, <laughs> who's next? Which clip's Rob's next? Up next. Rob's right. up next. Rob. Right, I'm just gonna play it straight play up. It. Yep.
fucking love, I love this, song. this song. I love it. I was like, oh. oh. This was the song that I heard, like, when I was listening to the album. I was like, wait, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, what? wait, wait. Did what did he say? And, 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 and then you were, what did you say? Yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> what's, funny, what's funny is, wait, this. It's also Malcolm's clip. Had to be. Yes. <laughs> I want to be an action star in a movie. Yeah, right. And I need like, like as I'm walking and like, just cars are blowing up behind me. I just oh, of course, and you're just walking away from it. Oh, yeah, and I, slow mo with the you're not turning around. You're not looking back. Yeah, and, like, and you're not looking you got back. Glasses on. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. I got glasses on indoors. Like I'm walking out somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And I already got the glasses on because I was indoors fighting vampires. Well, that's like, a straight gangster track. You listen oh, to the Volume Ten man. original. That's the straight up West Coast underground yep. deep. Gangster rap track, yes. which is dope. You know, yeah. I was raised in the hood called What the Diff, like, hey, uh, whatever. Yeah. Man, like, I don't, and like, then didn't even Master P technically took that song and not not the radio song, but the original song, and even sampled that in uh, Master P. Make him say, uh, yeah, make, all, yeah, no, no make it wasn't him say, that song. but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, Master P. Yeah, he had like a million albums. Exactly. Yeah, God, he released right? an album every week, every seems. week, dude. Yep. Like he was, he, he was the original mixtape rapper, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, or like, like, like the original like internet like mixtape best and had the best album covers. Oh, really though? He was the original struggle rapper. He was the original struggle rapper. He made it big. He really was a lot of money. But yeah, I know that song. It just hit so hard, and it's like it's so rock. And it's so hip hop. Exactly. It is so hip hop. Exactly. And, like, and you hear it, and it just hits. Like, it's one of those that kind of hits you in just your right chest. Just right from the beginning. That's why I picked the beginning, because that, 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 that pump, like when he says pump, like you really feel like that intensity, right? You feel it. But I think I like that song because it sounded not only kind of hip hop, but it kind of it kind of reminded me of like Down Rodeo. You know, like it kind of, or like Mic Check. Like it, like it put me in in those same mentalities as Rage's original stuff, too. So as much as gangster as it was and as thug as it was, it was like, it was so. It was like really rage too, because I yeah. was. I was like, "Yo, this sound like it, like I, I got the same feeling out of that as I do when I listen to Testify." All right, you, you, you know, like and I, I, and agree. I, do, I like, agree with that. I get it. Yeah, I get it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why, like, that clip to me is just like that is on Renegades. It's like I listen to that. I listen to Renegades of Funk. I listen to Ghost of Tom Jones. Um, I really like I'm housing. Tom Jones. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'm like yeah. Tom Jones. It's not unusual. My bad. Um. But yeah, like I, I get those same feelings. Like, there's not too many cuts that I do play off Renegades. Um, Ma- but number, like number twelve, Maggie's Farm, the last song, I loved it. Really, I loved the Rolling Stones cover. Uh, mm-hmm. I love their version of Street Fighting Man too. I really like that version, number eleven. Oh, we're yeah. talking about the Bob Dylan cover. Uh, he was Maggie's Farm. That was right? the Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah Bob Dylan's mm-hmm. Maggie's Farm's the last track. Number eleven, Street Fighting Man. I like both those versions. I was like, those were very well done. I thought. Sure. I thought Maggie's Farm was sort of a preview of Audio Slave. I was like, it kind of sounds with. You know, which, it's a similar sound anyways. Which was being formed pretty much right as that's this was That's what I thought. Happening. I was like, yeah, that's kind of like, all right, let's do this. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the How I Could Just Kill a Man, but that's that's one of my oh, gateway the songs. Hill one, right? but that's, I'm so protected with that song because that's like literally how, mm-hmm. one of the songs that got me into hip-hop, like real hip-hop. I was yeah. like, so I, buy, I had that CD, and I was like I was like in eighth grade or seventh grade, and I was like, so I'm very protected with that song. And Microphone I, I Fiend, another one, another that hip-hop cover. I wasn't crazy because Rakim mm-hmm. is so perfect yeah. and so smooth. I'm like, no one can do Rakim but Rakim. Sure. But on that, I really, I liked the album. Yeah. I liked it. I was, I'm going to give it a pretty good score. So what are the scores? Rob, go then? ahead. All right. I'm going <laughs> to look back at Corbin like. I'm going to hit you with a three and a half, and I'm probably going to acknowledge that because of the memories 
that brings the score up a little bit. But mm-hmm. I pistol grip pump it, that is yeah. on my phone right yeah. now. It's staying on my yeah. phone. Some of those other versions, some of those punk versions, I was like, these are punk songs that Rage is playing. Yeah. And I kind of, I'm not a big punk guy, but I'm like, I kind of dig that. So I'm yeah. going three and a half. Right. I'm I'm also going three and a half. I'll probably I, I'd probably give it a three point seven. I do Ooh, decimals. It's just trying to up. It's trying to one up. Trying to one up. Okay. Yeah. Corbin. All right. Well, I'm gonna give it two slaps because if I compare this to all their albums, yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah. Like I don't I don't feel the same intensity. I don't feel sure. the same. You don't want to burn down buildings. No, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to start a riot because when they played at Coachella, you're gonna hear about it because I'm going in a couple weeks. But you're gonna hear about it even more. Um, but they started a freaking riot just by playing the first testify, like, three. Yeah. yeah, just by testifying. They started with testify. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it, but all my uh, friends that went had said that that was the craziest show they've ever been to. Nice. Oh, Got man. trampled on. Like that's their mentality was to do that. Oh yeah. Wow. So like they wanted I have to do to Rage get, Against the Machine, and and I don't want to hate on Rage Against the Machine because sure. I love Rage Against the yeah. Machine. So I'm still gonna give it two slaps. Okay, it's not gonna fair. get that one slap in, yeah. across the face like Zayn did. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> see, where areas um, Battle of LA gets like four point seven slaps for me. Battle of LA, that was like my favorite. Even though it was like probably right under that at four. And the original, I, dude. Yeah, right. The Freedom, that last song they play on the first album is incredible, dude. Like, I love the phenomenal. first album. So love that first on album. the scale, yes. When I compare it to all their other albums, still love this album. I'd still I give it like a three point eight. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 it's just one of those songs. Like I said, I don't play every track off the album. I don't. Yeah. Um. There's, there's, you know, and that, that's just, why it loses a couple of points. Yeah. Because there's, if you're playing the whole album through. Yeah. Because like Battle of Light, that's something I can, I can wake up to the song. Like I, I want something to chill out to. I'll still put Battle of Light yeah. on. Like you know, what I'm saying? Like, like, I can go front to back on that one. Renegades, I jump around a little bit, but um, I, I'd still, I'd still give it like three point eight. Nice. Yeah. I want to make one other point because your first homework assignment was most deaf black on both sides and there's similarities between the two yeah. that i wanted to point out especially the clip you played corbin because he's giving a voice to people that don't have a voice mm-hmm. that's most deaf the song i picked from your yeah. first album was mathematics that's yeah. that whole song is about it's that's why i just saw yeah. those parallels as you were playing your clips so yeah. i just wanted to, I, wanted like, to give you a shot i feel like the next homework together. is going to be the one that i break away from choosing like these nice. albums with like strong messages yeah. but but yeah no um and, and i but that, that's what draws me to a lot of albums you know it's like if, if you're zane just talking about being a teenager yeah, exactly. talking about sex it's it's just it's, it's not, not gonna it's not deep it's not like i need give me some give me something to chew on give yeah, me you some you can have your booty track yeah i love can, r kelly he's got booty tracks yeah, but so does most of yeah, that booty exactly. he's got one too but yep. it's it's a it's a it's booty track more. that makes you think about booty just a little bit different yes. yeah <laughs> you most don't just see it, booty yeah. it's like the booty's also a metaphor yeah mm. damn most <laughs> how'd he do that how'd he do that how'd you know it's so uh, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so that's good i liked it that was a good uh because I never actually listened to that whole album. Mm-hmm. So that was a good homework assignment, I thought, from you to right us. On. So right I was on. very happy with yeah, that. I'm excited. Yes. Corbin, what do you have for us next oh, week? It's always my turn for oh, you. Oh, it is. Oh, it oh. is. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been, I've been really debating on what uh, homework I wanted to do in my mind. Let's just point out again, of the four of us, you have probably the most diverse taste in music. Oh, you like God, everything yes. from scream metal to hip-hop to electronic everything. to rock. Everything. Yeah. Anything that tickles my ear and makes me feel something, I'm going to listen to it. Most of so, uh, I'm still debating it right now to this moment. But, but you're going to choose. I'm going to choose something that none of you guys have probably heard. Well, you guys actually heard a clip of it last week, I think it was. Last week for our booty tracks. You guys are going to be listening to Radiohead's In Rainbows. It's one of the albums that I have that's Saving always been on my right phone. Uh, you 
You can't find it really on any streaming services. Just Aww, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like going on. This, nope. this album was released as a free album to the public. They put so out. Totally oh, wow. They were the first. It. They were the first people to put out an album. And say. You pay me how much you think hold right. up. I hold up. you want to pay. I learned about this in my business of future journalism class. Shout out to Cronkite. Uh, <laughs> this, they came up with the term Radiohead journalism, which is like what you, which is essentially the same thing of what they were doing. Like, you pay me however much you think this is worth. And like, they, like that idea came and, from this. And wow. they've done it. They've changed the game the way it's, yeah. the way it's right. done. This is the album that changed everything for that whole like business side. Wow. But sonically, they I can't were the Beyonce wait. Beyonce before Beyonce. I can't wait for you guys to hear this sonically because to me this is, and I'm going to tell you this right now. When you listen to this, don't listen to it on your TV. Don't listen on your Chromecast. Put some headphones on and really listen to the intricacies of the music. Okay. Because okay. that's where the magic happens, and that's where you're going to really, really get into it. And right. just to add to it, every study says that people who listen to Radiohead are usually smart. Oh, good. They're, they're, they're probably well, my favorite well, artist of all time. So, yeah, you're definitely smart. <laughs> That's what every study says. It's like, because they put on like, your SAT scores, and Radiohead's always like the top of the chart, with the exception oh, nice. of like Beethoven and Bach right, and whatever. People well, listen to Tom, that. Let's see. You know, I don't listen to a lot of Radiohead, yeah. but I do listen to tons of Beethoven and well, Bach. And, of course. Of course. Well, you know, Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> Tom York's voice, Tom York's voice alone is an instrument. Yeah. Yeah. It really real. is. And this will be interesting to me, because I'm not a huge fan of Radiohead, so I'm, well, I'll look, is, but I'm looking forward to listening. This is to your just introduction. Yeah, everybody was way. introduced to them. You know, Pablo Honey and OK Computer is their biggest, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. huge mm-hmm. album. And Kid A, that was the other one I was thinking about that of, of Radiohead that I was thinking about that I thought you should really listen to. But I thought this one because it had a very big statement. Like James already knew about it. Like you know, like that's yeah, right. right it, yeah. This one changed the game on the internet. Like nice. this is the one. Okay, good. And uh, so, so a, anyway, a, that that's it. it. We'll too. talk about this more next week. We'll good. I'm excited. All right, so we're gonna do that. Corbin's homework. Radiohead's in rainbows. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. I wrote it down correctly. That's good. And then our album review next week, we're is, gonna do something a little different. Yeah. Do a little rock band that I know nothing about. Nothing about. Well, other than that, uh, who's from the Arctic Monkey, Monkeys? Alex like? Turner, the lead singer. The lead singer. So okay, the that's, that's Last Shadow know. Puppets. Okay. And, I, and I know a radio single from Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. So. Exactly. The, la- the Last Shadow Puppets. What's the album called? Uh, it is called. The uh, it's a brand new one. It's called Everything You've Come to Expect. Looking forward to it. Yeah, let's it make just, it happen. It just Spanish came out on April first. Okay, so we it's are a brand expanding. New yes, guys, we are. The sound of the sound surfers. We ride so many waves. Exactly. Listen My name up. is Rob Hunter. Wavy baby. <laughs> I am James White. I'm Malcolm, and I'm Corbin. We'll talk at you next week. Thanks for listening, y'all.